Hi Church! Expressing ourselves through our words, either said or written, has become a great focus of our energy this pandemic. How do we make use of this ability wisely? That is our goal for our new series entitled, Before You Say It. We hope this becomes a great guide to you in responding to critical situations as a Christian. Good day, Church! Um, magandang araw po sa ating lahat. And, uh, of course, extended yung quarantine natin as everyone knows it. Uh, hindi na lang sa general, but it's uh, modified, enhanced still. But um, we believe that God is, is still with us and God is in control over the situation that we have right now. And let's continue to pray for it. Kamusta po kayo sa inyong mga tahanan? I hope that you are still all well and fine. At sana po ay uh, itong pagkakataon na to ay patuloy natin nagagamit para sa uh, kapurihan at kalwalhatian ng Diyos sa ating tahanan at sa sarili nating buhay. Uh, how is your prayer life? Itanong mo nga yung katabi mo ngayon kung may katabi kang nanonood. Kamusta yung buhay panalangin natin saan? Uh, kamusta yung pagbabasa ng Biblia? And I hope that God, given all of this time, God that has, gi- has given us all of this time, would... Um, would reveal himself to us in a very most special way. Ngayon. At sige po. And today, what we will actually be talking about is about, um, is a start of a series. Magsisimula po tayo ng isang Sunday series, Sunday worship service series. And um, alam nyo po, um, itong series na to, I don't know how long it will be, but um, it will tackle about, uh, because I'm not yet finished with with the whole of the study, pero um, alam nyo po yun, ito ay isa sa mga kailangan natin ngayon. As we go through this season, um, siguro ngayon naka-adjust na po tayong lahat. Marami na sa atin yung naka-adjust on the new normal, on the new, on the new uh, guidelines. For two months, we've already been all in our houses and um, nakaka-catch up tayo somehow. Uh, thank you Lord na nandito tayong lahat ngayon and we are all fine and watching and alam nyo po yung pag-uusapan natin is um, about what we only have during the season it's the only thing that we have this season at alam nyo po kung ano yun and it's the power of our voices actually it's only our ability to speak sa ngayon po walang kwenta yung pangamoy hindi naman sa wala siyang sense pero Hindi sa nagagamit natin sa mas malawak na bagay, yung pandama. These senses are actually not too much into uh, play this season. But ang nagagamit talaga natin is yung, yung thoughts natin and the things that we are trying to voice out. Hindi man siguro yung literal na boses natin maririnig ng lahat, pero we know that in our social media platforms, um, Wala tayong ibang pinag-uusapan o nagagawa dun, kundi magsalita ng magsalita. Alam nyo po yun, magsalita ng magsalita. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, wala ang nagagawa at wala kang kapangyarihan ngayon bukod sa magsalita ng magsalita. And alam nyo po yun, and it's good that we will be able to maximize this. And it is also good that we will be able to learn much from the things that we are saying and speaking about. You know, the title of the series that we will be studying from this week to the next weeks will be from Matthew chapter 7. And it is it is titled, Before You Say It. Before You Say It. And alam nyo po yun, there's just too much to say. Ang dami pong nangyayari, ang daming issues. And all of us have our sides, have our own sides of the story. 
maraming kwento, maraming issue, maraming kontro- controversies, maraming mapapolitika, mapa-COVID-19, mapakimchu, alam niyo po yun. And there are just too many stories that is right now rising and all of us have this one capability, it's to speak and to say something about it. But the question that we will be dealing for the rest of the weeks will be, how shall a Christian speak during these times? How shall a Christian speak these times? And uh, alam nyo po, very powerful yung Matthew chapter 7 when it comes to this. It's a part of the Sermon of the Mount, Sermon on the Mount. And um, it's in Matthew chapter 7. At sige po, basahin natin to and then we will pray. Ang sabi niya dito, <coughs> we'll, we'll be reading the whole of Matthew chapter 7, not the whole of the chapter 7, but pieces and pieces as we go through the weeks in Matthew chapter 7. But today we will focus on the first five verses. It says, it says here in Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 to 5, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Sige po, let's close our eyes and we will pray. God, we thank you. We thank you for this time and this moment, God, that you have given us, Lord, to study your word. And Lord, to be careful in the things, to know your guide and to know your direction, Lord, as we say things. Lord, this might be little, Lord, to think about, Panginoon. But today, we know, Lord, that in your kingdom, you won't say anything, Lord. And every little thing will be a big thing, Panginoon. And this one, Panginoon, that, Lord, we will study on how to speak, Lord, on how to say things, on how should we speak, Panginoon. Lord, um, let it be your voice, God. Let it be your direction and your guide, Lord, that will lead us through. Open our hearts and open our minds as we open this series, God. Let it be a point of interest of knowing you more and more, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And today, po, as we go through the series before you say it, um, the first thing that we have to think about before we say it are the words of judgment. Our topic for today is before you say it, words of judgment. Before you say words of judgment. And uh, yung verse po, diba, it's very direct. It's saying, do not judge or you too will be judged. But you know po, we'll try, uh, trying to understand the passage, it has given us Nagbigay siya ng maraming maraming permiso sa ating lahat because of these verses that we tried to use many times. Do not judge. Tama po? Do not judge. But um, trying to understand the whole of the verse with its context, does it really say that we are not allowed to judge and we shall not judge? Diba po, ngayon hati tayong lahat, iniisip natin, oo nga, no, tama bang mag-judge o hindi mag-judge? Pero alam nyo po, pag iniisip natin sa ano, mas malalim pa, is, um, does it really say na hindi na tayo pwedeng mag-isip? O talaga bang mali na mag-isip tayo para sa ibang tao? 
Alam nyo po, when we when we try to understand it, ginagamit natin tong part of the scripture as kapag may nagja-judge sa atin, di ba? Kapag may nag-iisip ng isang bagay tungkol sa atin. Ang sabi natin, oy, huwag kang mag-judge. Walang maghuhusga. Bawal maghusga. Bawal maghusga. Pero alam nyo po, analyzing the structure of the sentences, ang sabi niya dito, do not judge or you too will be judged. So it's a conditional statement. It doesn't really prohibits you to judge. Pero ang sinasabi niya, that when you do not judge, you will not be judged. Ang binibigay niya po sa atin dito is not a mere commandment na do not judge. Hindi sa kabilang sa Ten Commandments. I mean, hindi sa ganong forma sinabi. Ang sinabi niya dito is do not judge or you too will be judged. Meaning, he is actually giving you a formula that when you judge, you will be judged. When you do not judge, you will not be judged. Ang sabi niya dito, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. Hindi po ba? Yung sumunod na verse ang sabi niya dito, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. So meaning, sinasabi niya dito na, okay, pag nag-judge ka, kung paano ka nang husga, ganoon ka rin husgahan. For in the same way you judge others. Actually, if it just merely says, do not judge, then it stopped there. Eh. Do not judge. But it now gives you the second steps into judging. Ang sabi niya, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. Alam niyo po, um, madalas nating nagagamit tong verses na to in a wrong way. And we cut it short. But it doesn't really mean that God prohibits us to judge. Alam niyo po, ang mahirap dito, pag pinagbawalan tayo ni Lord na mag-isip, it means that He will be prohibiting us to approve of things. To think of things. Alam niyo po yun? Ang, 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 ang original word for the word used in this part is krino. It's krino. In the Greek language, it is krino. And it means to separate, pick out, or choose. And it's to determine, the second definition is to determine the correctness of a matter. Alam niyo po, tinatryin natin i-dissect yung term eh. Pero the first step in judgment is what do you think po ba? The first step in judgment, kunyari may nakita kang isang tao. Sige, let's try to make it illustrative para mas maintindihan natin. Pag nakita tayo ng isang tao, ang ginagawa natin, the first step towards it is, of course, we think. Nag-iisip tayo, parang mayabang siya. Parang medyo mahangin siya. Ah, matalino to. Ah, Uh, uh, parang maganda sa parang iningatan niya yung sarili niya. Di ba hanggang lumalalim tayo ng lumalalim ng speculations? Pero, the first part includes thinking and building up a pool of options. It gives you a pool of options now. Bibigyan ka niya ng, ng choices. Ah, pwedeng mayabang sa pwedeng hindi sa mayabang, matalino sa hindi sa matalino. Pwedeng nagsasalita sa ng ganito, pwedeng kinaugulian niya lang. And right now, what we have collected in this thinking is are actually uh, the things that we will be choosing from. Ito na yung judgment time, di ba? But it doesn't really prohibit us to think. It doesn't really prohibit us to think. Um, why am I saying all of this? Uh, kasi unang-una po sa lahat, hindi natin mapipigilan na mag-isip tayo eh. Hindi natin mapipigilan mag-isip. So, the Bible is not too idealistic when it comes to it, it reaches us on our reality that it says, do not judge or you too will be judged. But it doesn't necessarily say that I am prohibiting judging. 
there will be no judging. Because we cannot stop thinking. And God has given us and designed us to think. Therefore, there is validity on the way we think. Now, on the first step, we will now have a pool of options. These are the, in the first part of judgment. The second thing is, right now, we choose our judgment. And this is where it gets critical. Diba? Ngayon may choice ka na, mayabang, hindi mayabang, medyo mayabang. Pogi, hindi pogi. Um, dugyot, parang ganyan, diba? Hindi masadong nag-aalaga ng sarili. Ah, mayaman, maalaga, ganito. So, right now, there are pool of options that you will be choosing about. You will, you will choose from. And from the options that we chose, we will now give our judgments. We will now give our final verdict when it comes to it. But, alam niyo po, um, there are actually things that we have to understand on the meaning of the text. Balik tayo, ah, it's separate, pick out, choose, pick out or choose, and to determine the correctness of a matter. There are two things that we can get from the definition. Alam nyo po, God might be sensitive, or the, the verses might be sensitive on this part. The language might be sensitive on this part. Number one is specificity. specificity. Okay? okay? The way that we try to specify things out. Nagiging determined tayo masado. Paano ba natin ngayon determine kung ano yung tama na judgment? And the second thing is the finality. Ngayon, mamimili tayo on the second and on the third. The second process is we try to specify. We now choose. At yung pangatlo is how are we going to finalize the idea? How are we going to match it with our actions? Will we condemn? Will we give? Will we forgive? Will we befriend? Will we try to comply? Will we try to approach? Or not? Alam nyo po, um, minsan nakikita natin na, na natin yung iba na gumagawa ng mali. Ito kasi yung mali sa perception natin in judgment eh. That ang feeling natin, the word judgment is entirely wrong. And we reject it. Na pag nakakita ka ng mali sa isang tao, I am not to judge. So I will not speak about it namatay na sa hindi ka pa rin nagsalita. Alam niyo yun? Di ba yun yung sabi ni Lord? I mean, pag mamamatay na ba isang tao, will you not speak about it? Pag mahuhulog na sa, pag sa tingin natin, kailangan niya ng maresko, kailangan niya na ng tulong, kailangan mo nang sabihin yung correction sa kanya, kailangan mo nang sabihin na may mali siyang nagagawa, will you be silent about it? Will we use Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 saying, do not judge in order to take this safety safety circle with us. Alam niyo po yun. But, no. We, the, the phrase do not judge shall not comfort us nang wala tayong pakialam. Hindi na tayo binibigyan ngayon ng, hindi na tinotolerate yung character natin na mawalan tayo ng pakialam. Actually, there is. And judgment is a vital part in us rescuing and building up our community. What is the community for without reminder? What is the community for without rebukes? What is the community for if it doesn't tell you the truth? What is the community for if it doesn't criticize? What is the community for kung wala tayong pake? Pakeilang sa isa't isa. What we have to understand right now is that this is not the meaning of it. God allows judgment from us. 
God does not prohibit judgments. But the manner God is now focusing, ang sinasabi ni Lord dito, ang kinokorek niya dito, is the manner on how we do it. It's the manner on how we do it. God is not into and against judgments, but the manner on how we do it, how we relay it, how we think about it, and how we finalize and specify it. Alam nyo po yun, God is not prohibiting judgments. And this is the per- first point. God is not prohibiting judgments, but the manner on how we do it. Paul, Jesus told things about people. Come to think about Jesus, di ba? Jesus told Paul. Jesus told Peter once, exclaimed to Peter, Peter, Satan, you're Satan. Leave, ganyan, go away. Diba? And if there will be no judgments, and there will be no leniency on the truth, what is Jesus for? If he will not correct and care about Peter. Yung mga words na ginamit is brood of vipers. Diba? Jesus was once saying to the, and daming parables ni Jesus, yung nag, nagbibigay ng judgment to the Pharisees. Therefore, if God wants us to copy Him, God wants us to imitate Him and follow Him, therefore, there is this part of us that has given us and has allowed us to place our judgments. It is just that we don't copy the way how Jesus do it. And that is what we will be focusing more of as we discuss this. Alam nyo po, um, why are we tackling about this topic? Because there is just too much to say on social media, I believe. And most of us are torn between silence and about speaking about it. Taking a stand over it. And alam nyo po, torn din ako pagdating dito. Will I be silent? Or will I speak about it? And if ever, alam nyo po yan, sana as we go through the series, these questions will be answered. There are many going around in our country. There are many things going around our family. There are many things going around our community. There are many things going in our mind. Now, how shall I speak judgment on it? And how shall I speak judgment to other people as well? How do you place judgments? Alam nyo po yun? And this is the first question that I would like to place to everyone before we move on to the next point. How do you place judgments? Siguro po we would, we would like to, to check this out on how we are placing judgments on this first part of the study. Let's go back to the verses that we have read and let's try to specify how how judgments shall take place. As we go through this, another two points, we will be able to identify two critical things that we have to do as we do this judgments. At ang sabi niya dito, in, from Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 to 5, there are two questions that was given. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? The second question goes like this. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye. Alam nyo po ang sabi niya dito, bakit mo tinitingnan yung puwing, puwing, sa Tagalog po is puwing, sa mata ng kapatid mo. Habang ikaw, there is a plank. Alam nyo po yung plank sa Tagalog? 
troso. May troso sa mata mo. At nakakatawa po siyang isipin, di ba? Ang, ang nasa kapatid mo is puwing. It's only a speck of dust. At yung nasa iyo ay troso. At di ba, parang nagiging comic si Jesus dito. Parang medyo animated yung figure niya. Yung language na ginagamit niya. Dahil, uh, imposible na magkaroon ng troso sa mata. Di ba po? Pero siya sabi niya, yung isa, may puwing, may alikabok. Di ba, alam naman po natin yung puwing, nakapa, nakapasok sa salob ng mata. At yung nasa mata mo, troso, sabi niya, oh, bakit mo tinitingnan yung nasa kabila? But there is a powerful second question. Sabi niya, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? How can you say? Sabi, mo, sabi niya, paano mo nasabi? sa kapatid mo na meron sa And there, this is a powerful question because it doesn't just um, leaves us asking ng um, bakit mo sa kinokorekt? Pero ang sinasabi niya dito is how can you do it? Paano mo sa nagagawa? Hindi po ba? How can you do it? Now it gives us a clue that actually we cannot do it. We cannot do it. Because we have a plank on our eyes. It doesn't question us na kung bakit. Ang tanong niya is, paano mo nasabi yun? Eh, hindi mo nakikita dahil may troso ka sa mata mo. Alam niyo po, yun parang sinasabi niya dito na paano ka nagluto ng walang kawali? Paano mo nakita eh nakasara yung kwarto? Paano mo nakita nang nakasara yung mata mo? Paano mo naamoy? Eh, wala kang ilong. You know, and it doesn't just roots out into questioning bakit, bakit, bakit. Hindi niya tinatanong na bakit ka nagja-judge? No, so, sabi niya sa atin ngayon na wala kang capacity to judge. And sometimes we just bring this up ng parang, oh, ba? Diba? So do not judge. But hindi pa rin ganun yung sinasabi ni Lord dito, eh, ba? Diba? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your... When all the time, there is a plank in your own eye. Let's see kung paano niya to sinabi. Kung paano niya to sinundan. Alam niyo po, um, tingnan natin, ah, yung comparison ng plank at saka ng speck. Ang comparison ng plank ay speck ay isang alikabok at isang troso. Ang isang troso ay hindi kaya buhatin. So, in judgment, we have to understand that we have to place ourselves more faulty and more blind than the person we are judging. You are allowed to judge. We are allowed to place our ideas, to think, and to place concerns to people. But we have to understand that we are in a place of a greater fault. Therefore, we approach judgment with humility. We approach judgment as if they are better. Alam niyo po yun, ang hirap kaya i-correct ng isang teacher. Alam niyo po yun, kasi mas marami silang alam. Pero kapag nag-correct ka ng teacher, the way how we approach it, ganun dapat tayo mag-correct ng kakaibigan natin. That they are somewhat better. Ang hirap po, di ba? Kapag nagtaas ka ng kamay sa isang klase, nakita mong mali yung ginagawa niya sa board. Ang pinakamahirap sa akin kapag nangyayari ito sa classroom namin, is ano, Vini-verify ko muna ng times 5, times 10. Bago ko sinasabi na, ma'am, may mali eh. Kasi, alam ko na mas magaling siya sa akin. And in the same manner, whenever that we correct, we have to check it many times. 
we have to verify it many times because we are in a place of a greater fault. We have a bigger plank. We have a greater barrier in our eyes than the one who is being judged. Alam niyo po, another thing that we can, uh, we can reflect upon is there is a plank, may troso. May troso. At alam niyo po, pag nilagyan ka ng troso sa mata, hindi ka makakita ng kalahati lang. Hindi ka makakita ng kalahati lang. Ang hindi mo nakikita is yung kabuuan. And it somewhat speaks about our understanding. Alam niyo po yun? Meaning, whenever that we place judgments, meaning whenever we place um, our thinking or ideas, whenever we place corrections, what shall happen is, there is an avenue for understanding. Kasi, we are placing an idea without seeing the whole of it. Ang sinasabi ni Lord dito is that you have a plank on your own eye. Hindi siya nagbigay ng conditions. Ang sinasabi niya dito, okay, sa lahat ng magja-judge, niya sinabi, di ba, na okay, mag-judge ka kung ganito yung pwesto mo, tapos may plank ka sa mata mo. No, it's, it, it isn't conditional. It is given sa lahat ng nagja-judge, sa lahat ng gustong magsabi ng judgments. At ang sinasabi niya dito is that you have a plank on your eye. Meaning, you do not understand everything. You cannot see everything. So meaning, in judgment, we cannot give judgment without an interest to understand things. Marami po kasi sa atin, kaya tayong lahat po dito on the concept of judgments. On the concept of judgment is, um, hindi tayo willing umintindi. At naranasan din natin that there are judgments placed in us without an interest in understanding. But there shall always be an interest with understanding. Judge and under, judgment and understanding shall not, uh, hindi sila pwedeng maghiwalay. Hindi sila pwedeng maghiwalay. Judge not without an interest to understand. If you would like to judge, understand that you don't understand everything and there shall be an interest and an openness to understanding it. Alam niya po, um, uh, ang hirap nitong posisyon na to kasi um, yung, yung second and third process of the judgment on the latter parts of judgment is specifying, specificity. Meaning, now we try to identify who are you and who are you not whenever we are judging. Ito ka, ito ka, ito ka, ito ka. Ito yung hindi ikaw, ito yung hindi ikaw, ito yung hindi ikaw. Pero napakahirap nun gawin kapag naintindihan natin na hindi natin nakikita yung kabuuan. And there are things that we have to consider. Alam niyo po ang ibig sabihin nun is that we cannot make and we have to refute specific judgments. We are not in the possession to make specific judgments. We can, spe- we can speculate but the second thing is we cannot finalize judgments. Because we have to understand that we are limited. We are limited. It is not wrong to help. It is not wrong to speak. It's just that we know our limits. It is not wrong to speak. 
It's not just that we have to recognize that what we are speaking about is limited. And there's so much into it. Alam niyo po yun? How can a temporary man make an eternal judgment? Paano tayo bilang tao na hindi nakakakita ng eternity? Tayo na nauubos at natatapos. Tayo na, na may limit, makakagawa ng isang decision na hindi limitado. And sometimes that's what we do. Amen? That's what we do. Hindi ka naaasenso sa buhay. How can you say that? Hindi ka na magbabago. When we ourselves are limited. And these are the judgment that God wants us to refute. God wants us to stop doing this judgment. We have to understand that there is a limit in our judgment. We are allowed to remind. We are allowed to place our concern. We are allowed to place judgments but not specific and not final judgments because we are not in the position to do that. There is a limit in 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 there is a limit in our judgments. Alam niyo po 'yun, meron tayong hangganan na hanggang dito lang tayo sa kaya nating maintindihan. At may mga bagay na hindi tayong kayang intindihan. Therefore, we leave those places of judgment to those who will understand. And most likely, it's God who will understand it and he is the final judge of all. You know, it isn't wrong to speak, but we have to make way for understanding. It isn't wrong to speak, but we have to make way for understanding. Alam niyo po, this is not a call for us to be silent and make, and, and do not make any judgment. We are allowed to speak, but we have to speak first to ourselves. And I will be leaving you with this question. Do you make way for understanding in our judgments? Do we make way in understanding, for understanding in our own judgments? Nagbibigay po ba tayo ng daan patungo sa, uh, sa pag-iintindi whenever that we are making judgments? And this is the second point, judge on the basis of your own limits. If we would like to put it in words, we have to judge on the basis of our own limits. Continually reading it, sabi niya, for in the same way, you judge others, balik tayo in verse 2, ang sabi niya dito, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Ang sabi niya dito is, ito po yung sinasabi ko sa atin na analogy. Hindi niya, hindi sinasabi ni Lord that don't judge, but there is an analogy towards it. Parang zero is to zero, one is to one. Judge, and you will be judged. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Make wise judgments, and you will be judged wisely. Make harsh judgments, then you will be judged, ay, harshly judged. judged. Harshly judged. Hindi po ba? And, alam po natin, synoptic gospel to, it's in Matthew, so we can look on how other authors relate this word of God. In Luke chapter 6, verse 37 to 38, it's in, in counterpart, in its counterpart in Luke, ang sabi niya dito, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Hindi po ba? Sakto? Ang binibigay niya sa atin dito is isang analogy, isang formula, na pag nilagay mo to dito sa side nito, ito yung lalabas. Alam niya po yun? 
Pag ang nilagay mo is mansanas, ang lalabas ay apple pie. Parang ganun. Hindi, pag nilabas mo apple, ang lalabas banana. No. Ang sinasabi niya dito is, they are proportionate. They are the same. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Can you see that it's not mere judgment? Do not judge. God is making an analogy. Jesus is making a defense, a formula. Give and it will be given to you. Forgive and you will be given. That's in Luke chapter 6 verse 37 to 38. At alam niyo po, um, in 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 1 to 7, are you, if you are familiar with this story, but this one is a good story, an illustration of what is actually Jesus saying here. Nagkaroon ng kasalanan si David and he was confronted by Prophet Nathan. At ito po yung sinabi ni Prophet Nathan sa kanya. In 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 to 7. I'll read it in Tagalog para mas madali po sa atin. Sabi niya, isinugo ni Yahweh kay David ang propetang si Nathan. Pagdating doon ay sinabi niya, sa isang lunsod ay may dalawang lalaki mayaman ang isa at ang isa'y dukha. Maraming kawan at bakahan ang mayaman, samantalang ay dok- ang dukha ay may isa lamang munting babaeng tupa. Inilagaan niya ito at pinalaking kasama ng kanyang mga anak. Kinakalong niya itong parang anak na babae. Isinasalo sa pagkain at pinapainom. Minsan may manlalakbay na naging panauhin ng mayamang lalaki. Sa halip na sa kanyang kawan kumuha ng hayop na papatayin, ang kaisa-isang tupa ng dukhang iyon ang kinuha ng mayaman. At iyon ang inihanda niya para sa kanyang panauhin. Napasigaw sa galit si David. Saksi si Yahweh ang Diyos na buhay. Dapat mamatay ang taong yan. Kailangan magbayad sa ng apat na beses sa kanyang ginawa sapagkat inapi niya ang dukha. Alam niyo po may isa daw na mayaman at yung mayaman na yon ay maraming alaga pero nagkaroon siya ng panauhin at nagkaroon ng pagkakataon na kailangan nilang pumatay ng isa at ihanda doon sa panauhin bilang pagkain at pagsasaluhan. And you know, what's amazing with it is that yung mayaman na tao na to kinuha niya yung nag-iisang inaalagaan ng dukha. Nagkinuha niya yung nag-iisang mahal na mahal ng dukha at yun yung pinatay at inihandog niya dun sa panauhin. At alam niyo po, nung narinig to ni King David, ang sabi niya, ito yung sabi niya ha, napasigaw sa galit si David, saksi si Yahweh. So parang sinusumpa niya sa Diyos na ito yung gagawin ko pag nakita ko yung lalaking yan. Sabi niya, dapat mamatay ang taong iyan. Kailangan siyang magbayad ng apat na beses sa kanyang ginawa sapagkat inapi niya ang dukha. But you know, ang galing po ng approach dito eh. We are talking about approaches right now. On the whole of the series is before you say it, it it's all about approaches. And Prophet Nathan approached King David in a very powerful way. Sin- sinabi niya tong kwento na to. At alam niyo po, nagbigay ng judgment si David. Oh, ito yung kwento na yun ha. At ito yung judgment ko. Four times ang dapat niyang bayaran at kailangan siyang mamatay. Dahil ginawa niya tong masamang bagay na to. Pero alam niyo po nakakagulat yung sinabi ni, ni David sa susunod na bahagi. Sabi niya, ni, ni Prophet Nathan, sabi niya, ikaw ang lalaking iyon. Ipinapasabi sa iyon ni Yahweh, ang Diyos ng Israel. At marami nang sinabing words of judgment si Prophet Nathan. 
At alam niyo po, ang sabi ni Prophet Nathan, si David yung lalaki na yun. What is my point? What is my point? Alam niyo po, hindi sa simpleng analogy lang ng give and you will be given. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Judge and you will be judged. Condemn and you will be condemned. No, it's not as simple as that analogy. Sa anong sukat, sa parehong sukat tayo na nukat, ganoon din dapat natin sukatin yung sarili natin. Alam nyo po yun? If you will see this story of David, sinukat niya yung dukha nang hindi niya isinukat sa sarili niya. Sinukat niya yung masama na lalaki na mayaman dahil nagnakaw sa ng mahalaga doon sa lala, sa dukha. Pero hindi niya pinansukat yun sa sarili niya. Si David during this time has committed adultery at pinatay niya yung asawa ni Bathsheba at kinuha niya yung asawa, asawa niya. Asawa ni Uriah who is Bathsheba. He committed adultery figuratively ninakaw niya yung asawa ng isang tao. At ngayon, sa parehong offense ng pagnanakaw, ang judgment ni David sa magnanakaw na to na sinasabi ni Nathan is pay, me, pay it four times and die. But David committing the same mistake, hindi yun yung ginamit ng panukat sa sarili niya. Alam niyo po yun? Whenever that we make judgment, this is the third point. Judge with a standard you would also like to be judged by. Judge with a standard you would also like to be judged by. Alam niyo po yun? Ito yung limit ng judgment natin. Hindi tayo mag, pwedeng mag-place ng isang judgment na kahit tayo hindi natin kayang tayuan. Si David kung tinayuan niya yung judgment na yun, during this time, nagbayad siya ng apat na beses at dapat pinatay niya rin at dapat namatay din siya. But no, he measured himself in a different way. And that is us most of the time. Alam niyo po yun? Alam niyo po ang masakit na katotohanan? Mapagbigay tayo sa sarili natin in judgment. Mapagbigay tayo sa sarili natin, pero madamot tayo sa iba. We are generous in our judgment to ourselves. There is so much grace and there is so much mercy when it comes to ourselves. But when it comes to other people, we have a different type of judgment. Pero alam nyo po, dapat pareho yung panukat natin dito sa mga bahaging to. And I would like to thank God many times in my life because He is placing me in a position where I can judge myself. Na nagkamali ako. At alam nyo po yun, it's very humiliating. And every time that we experience this type of, we will condemn ourselves, yung nakagawa ko ng mali. Dapat gawin ko to, dapat gawin ko to. Ang sama ko, I'm placing this judgment. And during this time, dito rin natin mahahanap yung panukat natin para sa ibang tao. Alam nyo po yun? Alam natin yung posisyon ng nahihirapan. Alam natin yung posisyon ng nagkakamali. Alam nyo po yun, bulag tayo sa sarili natin. That's the plank in our own eyes. Bulag tayo sa sarili natin, pero mulat tayo sa iba. Tanong po natin yung katabi natin, paano mo nagawa yun? Mas madali talaga sa atin na makapag-determine ng mali ng iba. Hindi ko po maintindihan, pero ganun talaga. Hindi ko siya sabi, hindi ko maintindihan dahil hindi ko nangyayari sa akin. Pero hindi ko rin maintindihan yung sarili ko. That every time, it is easier to place judgment on other people. Pero judge, placing judgment on ourselves, it's far, far harder. And we are using a different cup to measure it.
Alam niyo po ang magandang tanong dito is yung ginagamit po ba nating panghuhusga sa iba? Kaya nating gamitin na panghusga sa sarili natin sa oras ng pagkakamali. Kaya po kaya natin gamitin yung 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 panukat natin na ginagamit natin sa iba sa sarili natin. Yung punishment po ba at yung finality ng words natin is kaya nating gamitin na finality sa sarili natin. Kapag sinabihan po ba natin yung iba na walang pag-asa, kaya rin ba natin sabihin yun sa sarili natin? Na pag nagkamali tayo, wala rin tayong pag-asa. Kaya po ba nating sabihin na masama ka kapag nagkamali ka, nagkamali tayo sa sarili natin? Kaya ba natin sabihin sa sarili natin? Alam niyo po yun, I believe it's not. And it's just a symptom that we have different a different cup of measurement. Sabi niya doon, is judge and you will be judged. In the same way, sabi niya dito, in verse 38 is, a good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Mahirap sabihin na hindi ko yun gagawin. O di na ako magkakamali. Tama po. Siguro pag nilagay na natin yung sarili natin sa place of judgment, ikaw wala ka na. Hindi ka na magbabago. Alam niyo po ang kaakigabat nun sa atin is, hindi na ako dapat magkamali. O hindi ko yun gagawin. Pero alam po natin sa sarili natin na hindi tayo ganun. At hindi natin kaya ipangako yun na hindi na tayo magkakamali ulit. At hindi na rin tayo makakagawa ng mga bagay na mas masama pa sa nagawa ng iba. But you know, we can make a difference where? Lahat tayo nagkakamali, but what makes the difference is our response. What will make the difference is our response of judgment. It, will it be a judgment of condemnation? Or will it be a judgment of hope? Alam niyo po, whenever that I am into a position of, of decision right now, and God corrects me, God corrected me many times, whenever I am in the position of judgment, and I have to make a decision, the second question that I am asking, pag nagawa ko ba to, ito rin yung sasabihin ko sa sarili ko. Aagawan ko ba siya ng pag-asa o hindi? Kaya ko ba yung paghihirap na ipaparanas ko sa kanya? At kung hindi yun yung gusto kong matanggap sa panahon ng pagkakamali, alam niyo po, hindi yun yung dapat nating ibigay. What God actually promotes here is a judgment of hope. It's a judgment of second chances. God is not saying na, oh, maging bulag ka, maging pipi ka, huwag kang magsalita, o maging bingi ka. But He encourages us to speak. But responsibly and properly. He wants us to speak not of judgment of condemnation, but the judgment that we would like to receive. And what is that? A judgment of rescue. 
a judgment of salvation, a judgment of support and encouragement, a judgment of hope and second chances. Ano yun? Pag nagkamali yung iba, tapos na. Pero pag ikaw nagkamali, pangalawang pag-asa, kapatawaran, at pagbibigay ang gusto nating marinig. It doesn't work like that. Give, and it will be given to you. Judge rightly, and you will be judged rightly. Judge with hope, and you will be judged with hope. Alam po, naniniwala ako na sa pag-uusap natin na to, kasama ang Diyos, marami sa atin yung uh, binitawan tayo na words of judgment. And it was a judgment that is not right. We have stolen hope to people. We have given things that we have, we, we, we should not give. We withhold forgiveness that, alam nyo po yun, yung kapatawaran na gusto nating matanggap ay hindi natin naibigay. Yung pagtatama na gusto nating marinig ay naging panghusga ng habang buhay ng pagkakamali. Marami tayong inagawan ng pangalawang pag-aasa. But today, I would like to challenge everyone that as long as we have this time to restore And to bring judgments of hope to people, let's do it. That before we have said these words, or even kapag nandun ulit tayo sa pwesto na yun, bago tayo magsalita, tingnan lang na natin ng mabuti. Kung ito ba yung salitang gusto ko rin marinig o gusto mo rin marinig. Ito ba yung salitang gustong makita ni Kristo na sinasabi natin? Alam niyo po yun, this is a challenge for us to speak rightly, to repent sa mga maling judgments natin in order for us to live freely. Malaking bahagi po ito ng paglaya ng bawat isa, naniniwala ako doon. And today, marami rin sa atin yung nahusgahan Marami sa atin yung nahusgahan na pagsabihan ng hindi magagandang bagay. Pero alam niyo po, judgment isn't really an impression of who we are, but who is the one speaking. Hindi yun imahe natin bilang hinusgahan, pero imahe nung nagsalita. And it doesn't really have anything to say to you. We could listen, we can listen, but let God's voice be louder. As we receive these words of judgment from people, as we process it, you know the word of God brings comfort to us that our judgments are limited. And from these people, na pinang na 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 pakinggan natin yung pangusga nila sa buhay natin, we can then say that these minds are limited. At may bahaging hindi rin lang talaga sila naiintindihan. And right now, we can forgive. But more than that is to live 
to live with the proper and the right judgment as God prescribes. Sige po, yumuko tayong lahat at tayo ay manalangin. If you think this word is for you, don't just listen, pray with me and receive the power from the Lord. Let us receive power from the Lord. God, we come to you. And there is so much in our lives, God. Humihingi kami ng tawad, Panginoon, sa mga disqualifications, sa final words na binigay namin sa ibang tao, sa specific judgments, Panginoon, na Lord, sinabi namin sa kanila, right now, Lord, inaamin namin na limitado kami, nakulang yung nakita namin, at hindi namin nakikita yung kabuuan, hindi namin naiintindihan lahat, at iniiwan namin to sa inyo. Kung nakasakit man kami, Panginoon, tulungan nyo kami, Panginoon, tulungan nyo kami, Panginoon, na humingi, Panginoon, at bigyan ng lakas ng loob para humingi ng tawad at ng bagong pag-asa, Panginoon. Magbigay ng bagong pag-asa sa mga taong ito. Hayaan nyo, Lord, na magbukas din yung puso nila, Panginoon, para tanggapin yung kapatawaran na hihingiin namin. I know, Lord, that you will strengthen us and you will give us, you will give us, Lord, the courage to do it and the words to say it properly right now, God, as we are learning from these words of judgment coming from Matthew 7. Lord, today, we also ask, Panginoon, that, Lord, there will be forgiveness in our heart. And, Lord, from now on, our judgment will be right. We will be able to give what we would like to receive. We will be able to forgive, Panginoon, as how we are forgiven. We will be able, Lord, to, to place judgment, hope, judgment of hopes to people, God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And today, God, set us free. Set us free. Salamat, Panginoon, sa karunungan. Salamat, Panginoon, sa buhay at sa pag-asa na ito. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Amen and Amen. And uh, if you would like po to join our discipleship group, I am encouraging you. There are so many things to talk about po, diba? When it comes to words of judgment and I wouldn't like you to miss that. So, I am inviting you po to join our discipleship groups and answer these three questions. Number one is, how do you place judgments? Number two, is do you make way for understanding in our judgments? And number three, do you judge others the way you judge yourself? Do you judge others the way you judge yourself? And that is for today. I am very excited to see you next week po as we go through another part of the series before you say it. God bless everyone and might we find God working amazingly this ECQ. God bless Lighthouse. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are empowered and encouraged to have passion for God and compassion for people. 